When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Casey Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Casey, the longest-running rock station in the country. It's the Casey Tapes podcast. John Hewlett and... Favaz. Hi, John. Hello. Yes, we are doing another episode here. It's not part two, but we thought we'd do it. go ahead as a follow-up to last week's. Mm-hmm. And that's an interview you did with Jason Newstead. Of formerly of Metallica. Yeah, yeah. Now, the first episode that you heard last week, he was in Metallica. It was in 1997, and he talked about how great it was at being in Metallica. Mm-hmm. Then he would quit mm-hmm. just a few years later. Right. This interview that we're about to hear was after he quit. So I, I hope I ask why he quit and, and yeah, all that good yeah, stuff. But he yeah. had, uh, he was playing that night at the Galaxy, I believe. Uh, his new band called Echo Brain. And, um, you know, he talked a lot about, you know, the the freedom to to record people, to record bands when he was in Metallica. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the great things, you know. Now he was on his own. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what yeah. he says. And, and, and getting a chance to do all those things that he was telling you he loved doing. Yes. Before leaving Metallica. Well, uh, I don't know how that's worked out for him between now and then. But this interview will give you a little glimpse of how it was working out, at least at that point in yes. time, with, again, the band was called what? Echo Brain, Echo I believe. Brain. All right, here we go, Jason okay. Newstead. Five, Real Rock Radio, that is uh, Aaron. Who is that? that was, <laughs> That's him? That's him. <laughs> what and the... he was not messed up. Or he anything. wasn't? Nope, no, nope, no, nope. Just having fun. Yep. Aaron Lewis doing Black from Pearl Jam, and with that howl right there is Jason Newstead. And you're on the air? You were on the yes, air? Yes, we were live on the air. Yep. Echo in your brain. Can you hear it? Can That's you hear it? Can right. You, hear it? you don't have to keep saying it over and over. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Formerly of Metallica and now with his new band, Echo Brain. Jason, welcome back to St. Louis. Thank you. And, uh, man, it's been a long time, I guess. And uh, Yeah, it's been a long time, but it went by pretty quick, didn't it, actually? <laughs> well, here's my story. And- you sure he's not on something? He's talking real fast. <laughs> he, he is talking real fast. <laughs> but, but, but listen to the story coming up. Okay. Okay. You might remember this when I say this. I interviewed you at Savas Center, and we were going through the interview, and I had my, uh, it was a DAT player. Oh. And you looked down at the thing, and you could see the tape wasn't rolling, and we did about two minutes of the interview, and you go, dude, I don't think you hit record. <laughs> and you were so nice, we started the interview over. I did hit record, but I just didn't hit it right, you know, uh-huh. whatever. And you were cool enough to start the interview over. And I, Me and technology, I huh? felt like a big oh, douchebag, yeah. and I really did. But you're, you're over it now, <laughs> I'm right? over it now. We're, we're going to make up for it this time. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so we're on the air, right? We are live, though. <laughs> we are on the air. <laughs> you pushed the right button this time. <laughs> so um, how are you, first of all? Uh, just uh, you look good. Good, thank you. you. Look, look about the same, really? Pretty much about the same, you know? Um... What was the time period between these two interviews? Uh, this was, uh, I believe, two... Th- Man, when did he come to town uh, with Echo Brain? I'll have to look it up. Okay. But um, I sound a little sped, sped up, too. I don't know if you want to control the pitch there, if you want oh, to slow it down see. just a little bit. But we'll see. I can do that. Here. Yeah, I mean, you just know, hit touch. play, and yeah. we'll see. I actually shaved 20 years off my life since you've seen me. Yeah? Uh, yeah, so I'm 19 again right now, and uh, <laughs> everything's cool, and... Basically playing with these younger guys, you know, at... Uh, well, how old are you? Up. You're not old. I'm not old. But these yeah, guys are younger 24 than you. and 25. Um, 
I could still run circles around them, no problem. They're, they're having fun keeping up with me right now. It is their first time on tour ever, 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 ever. <laughs> so, so you're like uh, daddy to them. No, don't you? say that. I'm big brother. <laughs> a big brother. That's I'm big right. brother. I'm there. Like, try to guide them and show by example what not to do, um, <laughs> but also let them taste some crap. Absolutely. And, you know, that kind of thing, but also taste some sweet stuff. Too. Uh-huh. Taste some crap and some sweet stuff. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's, a, it's a good way to live your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Echo Brain record came out in 2002. So I'm assuming that that's, you know, and he left Metallica in 2001, I think. So, you know, 2002, 2003 is when this time frame of this interview happened. So there was about a five-year gap between yeah. the interview from last week and this one. I Yes, at least. Mm-hmm. And that has been happening quite a bit, actually. Um, one of the main differences between the Metallica thing and the Echo Brain thing is that when you look out in the crowd at Metallica, the first, say, 15 or 20 layers is all white guys man in black shirts right you know and in echo brain the first four or five rows is girls wait hey, no, wait for dylan to big difference hey. there hey uh, i like that crowd yeah <laughs> i'm sure he did too <laughs> and stuff you know and better so, so i'm digging that yeah, part of it I know that's you pretty cool let's you know. talk about the band it's called echo brain right now this is the band that you you've been you've been doing this project for a long time since 95 you? that's what i thought because i i think when when i interviewed you you were doing it mm-hmm. and this is the band also that uh uh, uh, James and Lars didn't want you to be doing really because they wanted your attention to Metallica, right? It was it was basically James. Um, he's always been the protector of the name. You know what I mean? The protector of the integrity of the name of Metallica. There was always one right. answer to whatever came up to, you know, confront the name in any way. If it was going to be tarnished in any way, the same answer was no, <laughs> no matter what. No matter how good no it matter, could be. No yeah. matter what. And no matter how it would affect anything or, or whatever. He And he, even after being t- together for 15 years and helping each other earn what we earned and, you know, realize our own dreams, our collective dreams, all that stuff, he still was trying to be protective like that. I mean, it's one of the reasons why we got to where we are with Metallica and all that kind of thing. But at the same time, as a human, as a man, right. he should have it's seen as, as my brother... And being so close to me and knowing how I am, that that is what keeps me alive. He should realize that that's what I need to do in order to, you know. Now, you know that that's the same thing with Van Halen, the brothers. Mm-hmm. You know that they, they they didn't want any outside interference. You know, and you know, same thing happened with Sammy and, and the whole bit. It, it's it's kind of weird. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in our band, you're in our band. Yeah, if you're not, that's it. then you're not with us. And yeah. But again, like he says, they they dealt with it for fifteen years. Right. So, what was the final straw that broke the camel's back? Is what I'd like to know. Well, well, maybe we'll find out. Yes. Stay with us. Time for a commercial. <laughs> See, we can no, no, no. There are thing. no commercials, John. Right. No, 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 no. You were still in Metallica now, and you had this thing going on. Uh-huh. And it was just hatching. Now, do uh-huh. you think it would be a different story now, or do you think they'd still be the same way and go? No, I think it'd be a very different story. Yeah. We we know each other better than we ever did before. Now that this what's happened, that well, sucks. It had to happen like that, but it needed to happen. It needed to happen for them and for me. Um, I've been doing. Boy, he sounds pretty adamant about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Projects since about 1992, with different members of different bands that people know, you know, Sepultura, Machine Head, whatever, all through the days. Right. And now this thing has come to, it became so developed in the beginning of 2000 that it is something that I decided I wanted to invest money and a lot of time into. Um, Echo Brain and Metallica coexisted for years. There was never 
If you ask anybody that went to a Metallica show, ask him if I was ever not dedicated to my show, to my game. I mean, right, I know, you were always, that, and that's that's how it was. And so I couldn't see how. For one thing, Echo Brain is nothing like Metallica. It's so on the other side of the planet. I, know, I can't wait to play right? what, what I was hearing before. Yeah, and it's just way, way different, and I just couldn't see how. And way, way different how? I'm not familiar with Echo Brain. Uh, I'm not either, and we didn't play him. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember. I may, I may have played a song here during the interview, but I, if you asked me a, a song, mm-hmm. my life depended on it. Yeah, I would die. But it didn't sound like Metallica. No, I have no well, idea. It couldn't. I mean, yeah. the, the the scream, the the yeah, vocals had but, to be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would imagine. Yep. Thing as beautiful as this could affect the monster that Metallica has created, or that it would change people coming to see the band, or it would change people buying Metallica records. I mean, if anything, like when I see Flea playing in Jane's Addiction, you know, I'm going, dude, that's so cool. He can play in Jane's, he can play in right. Chili Peppers, he can go over here, and, and nobody says anything. Everybody just says, wow, he's a good musician. He's getting out there. He's feeling alive. He's doing what he likes to do, you know, and that's, <clears throat> that's what's happening now. Wow. So, Echo Brain, we got on tour. For it was our tenth show or something like that, on the yeah. first real tour. Got um, Speed Dealer album that I produced, my first production effort of a band that I wasn't a member of. Cool. How was coming that? out June fourth? How was that? That is Experience. incredible. Yeah. And like I think that if anybody has any, I mean, if anybody who likes real metal, not just like this new metal kind of contrived whatever stuff, right? True metal, old school, um, three hundred shows a year out of a van metal. You know, <laughs> that's these guys. Cool. And so June 4th, that's dropping. If anybody digs that chainsaw guitar like Kill 'Em All and all that Slayer of 83, you better pick up Speed Dealer. Uh, Speed Dealer. Speed Dealer. Used to be known as Ario Speed Dealer back in the day until <laughs> Kevin Cronin got a hold of them. <laughs> and now they're just Speed Dealer. That's they, good. That's what I'm looking up right now. They yeah. were known as Ario Speed Dealer. <laughs> Gosh. That's funny. Uh, yeah. By early '93, Ario Speed Dealer had run its course and broke up. Oh, okay. Kevin Cronin wasn't a part of breaking uh, them well, up. Well, I, if, if I read more, I might find out for yeah. you. But, uh, yeah. Dealer, which is better anyway. <laughs> um, it's not quite as comical, and now people can take them more serious, and they will once they hear the music. Um, and then uh, Voivod has reformed the original three members. They've asked me to play bass, so I'm going to do that thing in the next 16 months. We're going to make a record together. Wow. Government Mule called. Uh, was that today? Yeah, I did yesterday? hear about that. I, today I, was that? Or yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. And asked me to play on a track on their new album. Did, did you do some live stuff with them, five too? five shows with them a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, how, how was that? Warren incredible. Means, what an MF Matt on Apps. guitar. Matt And Apps. Matt Apps, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Unbelievable. So that was a beautiful experience, and I want to pursue pursue that further. That will be something that I will chase down until. Okay, what what uh, instrument does he play again? He plays bass guitar. Bass guitar, yes. right? So, I mean, you're the bass guitarist. You're not a vocalist. Mm-hmm. Seems to me like he's a little. Uh, he's got a a, a, a a little too high of opinion of himself. He's trying too his, hard, and his place in in a band. Because bass players are kind of a dime a dozen, right? I mean, is he is he such an extraordinary bass player that uh, he's off the charts great? No, nope, never heard that. I, know, I don't but, get but, that either. But so, the thing that he said, though, you know, Flea playing with Jane's Addiction, and you know, Flea is you know he's a great bass player. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what he wanted. He wanted to be able to play with other people and still be in Metallica and be known as a this bass player who can play with other bands, and he's mm-hmm. really, really good. And he was just, I don't think he ever achieved that status. Yeah, you know? yeah, because usually bass players aren't the ones who are, well, then there, again, there's Paul McCartney. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So <laughs> yeah. RAO Speed we de- a Dealer, now known as Speed Dealer after complaints from the 80s rock band REO Speedwagon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there you go. Okay. 
get a whole album out of them. Yeah. Um, and then I have a punk project that's going to be released on Full Moon this month wow. on our Chop House Records label again uh, called Papa Wheelie. P-A-P-A Wheelie. Papa Wheelie. Uh, cool. Play guitar. Papa Wheelie. I like that. <laughs> scream in that like the uh, cookie monster vocals that everybody loves that's that's all intact so the the metal thing is still very much intact in me but this echo brain thing is the colorful musical you know right beauty that's happened with you know, three basic guys three basic fundamental elements of echo brain me as the heavy guy brian sagrafina is raised as an orthodox jazz drummer he didn't you know really when he came over to jam with me the first time when he was 16 he saw the Metallica records on the wall, the Platinum and all that. He didn't own a Metallica record. He didn't give a crap. Really? Oh, that's, you know, hey, that's pretty cool, but where's the drum kit? You know, right. like, <laughs> and then Dylan comes from the school of the Beatles and Pink Floyd. He gets his name from Bob Dylan. His, uh-huh. his parents are California 60s hippie parents. Um, they, he told me one time in an interview it was a couple weeks ago, he can't remember a time that there wasn't a Gibson SG in his household. Oh, um, nice. and his mom writes children's music for a living. Oh, cool! So he's always had that like major key umpa umpa positive music. You know, the wheels <laughs> on the bus go round and round. <laughs> that type of thing in his head. It's instilled in him harmonies and all those things. He can play any instrument you put in front of him. He is the gifted one of our band, wow. um, as Hetfield was the gifted one of Metallica. Dylan Duncan is the gifted one of Echo Brain, and we support his work. He is the main songwriter. And we wow, cool. we back up all his stuff. I am the bass player and the propulsion, right. the leader of this band, but not the front man of this band. Or, you know, everybody's on even playing field as far as musicianship. That's cool. We're talking. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because he, he he talks a lot. He, he knows that he's he knows his <laughs> right. place too. At yes. the same time, though. He, yes, he does. Uh, you know, I like his courage. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's not afraid to. He wasn't afraid to make this huge change in his life. He right. could have just kept his mouth oh, shut and just gosh. sat quiet and rode the bus all the way to the end. Uh, to the to the glory land. Uh, well, he was already in the glory land, but I mean, he could have wrote it until you know he got to be an old man, but he didn't do that. So there's a, a certain aspect of that that's um, uh, admirable. Yes. How difficult must that have been to leave, walk away from Metallica? Yeah. <laughs> One of the Led Zeppelin of their generation. Right. You know? Now here he doesn't sound. Like he's down about it whatsoever. No. Now I would I'd be interested to know what he know, what he thinks about in 2022 about what he right. did because not much has happened for him since then. Right. After leaving a year later, he still was hopeful and a lot of the things were on the horizon yeah. and he was getting phone calls. Hey, the ex bass player Metallica. Well, 20 years later, whatever it is, I wonder if that's still happening. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Jason mm. Newstead of Echo Brain. That's right. Are, are the, all these guys from uh, out in California? Where yeah, San Francisco. Um, and we're playing. Actually, tonight we're performing That's as a right. five-piece at the Galaxy. At the Galaxy, which at is Galaxy. at uh, 1227 Washington. And Doors open at 7. Right. We have a band out of Portland named the Helio Sequence. Wow. That's opening for us. It's a guy on guitar, drums, and a laptop computer blasting out of these huge bass mm-hmm. bins. That It's just incredible, psychedelic, beautiful music, eccentric. We didn't want to have just some regular, you know, four white guys rock band up there jamming right. before us or something. The couple of hours of entertainment that we've got put together in the show, it is just that. It is very, very entertaining. So Echo Brain's on stage at 9.30 tonight. 9.30, that's what I was going to ask you. Now, now, will we hear pretty much this whole CD? You will hear that whole CD and at least a half dozen new songs, and cover song or two. And you know people are going to want to know if you're going to do any Metallica. Or no way. Okay. No way. We don't play that game. Cool. We've already been there. And- oh, wow. They don't play that. And, and I, mm. I salute them for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good question. Yep that we are not um, in any way ever going to ride on the laurels of Metallica. Right. This, band can, this band can stand completely on its own power and its own beauty. Um, we have 
20 new songs ready for the next album right now that we will go into record shortly. And, I mean, it's all, it's very, very cool. Boring. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that who, who, I mean, back then, who, who cared so much, you know? I mean, even now, but uh, just saying, back. I know, but. 20 new songs. Hey, hey, Echo Brain, woo Yeah, but in the uh, what, early 80s. You could have said the same thing about Metallica, right? Yeah. I mean, I, yes, John, you, know, you could. Have. I mean, you never know, but you're right. I mean, he, what he didn't realize, I guess, at that point, we didn't realize either, that rock and roll was coming to an end in terms of being able to yeah. be a viable music formula or format that radio could still play new rock songs because radio plays no new rock songs nope. anywhere, period. Yeah. There hasn't been a rock song that's been a, a number one hit in, in this country in 20 years probably. Yeah, a long time. An official hit. Yeah. It's so, been a long time. Yeah, we had no idea that the art form was about ready to fold up like yep. it has. Thanks, Austin Gene. Forward positive motion. Great. Man, it's good to see somebody excited about what they're Dude, doing. And jazzed. I know, I can tell. Can uh, I play a song and you hang? Or do you yeah, let's hang. Let's do a little song. Okay, which, uh, which one? Uh, I think we should probably play people Colder World, which is the first, first track. track. And this is the one that Dylan and Brian brought me. They always brought me demos over the years, and I've given them like you know an 8-track machine here and a Radio Shack <laughs> microphone there. And now we've worked up to 24-track uh, digital and some pretty serious ah, oh, you know, yeah, Sennheiser. Yeah, I bet you got like some that. good toys. Yeah, we've got some good toys. <laughs> and I've turned them onto some good toys so that they can come up with things, too. What's he worth? How much money did he make while he was in? You know, I don't know if he was a songwriter. Mm. That's that's the big yeah. deal. Yeah, um, I'll well, I'll he, check it out here. He wasn't. I don't think. No, he was not. I don't. And I, you know, sometimes they they give credit even when you know credit is not due. Um, yeah, but give credit know, on one or two songs. One if you, if you get credit writing credits on one or two songs on an album that sells ten million copies, you're making some money. You won't believe it, Jason Newstead. American heavy metal musician who has a net worth of sixty million. Wow, he made a lot he of money. Sure did there was some Metallica? Wow. Well, what are the other Metallica guys worth? Then? I don't know. Well, they got to be worth more. Uh, yeah. You know, but but how I, much more? I, you know. Okay. Well, let's look up uh, James. Yeah. James Hetfield. Hat. Jason Newstead, yeah. sixty million. I didn't expect that. I was going to say like maybe ten. Five to ten. Yeah, come on, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was... James Hetfield. <laughs> hundred million. Three hundred million. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that goes to show you right Big there. Big one, three hundred million. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Well, Jason Newstead did all right then, but... Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't complain. No, huh? Yeah. yeah, go out and do whatever you want yeah. now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And for a moment there, I was feeling sorry for the guys. Like, oh my God, nothing's happened for him in twenty years. Yeah, but you got to get sixty million in the bank. So <laughs> they brought this demo to me. They recorded. Um, uh-huh. I don't know when it was, but the initial thing at this very beginning um, re- reminded me so much of a young John Lennon. When I first heard it, I played it over and over and over again. I could not get enough. The next day, I called them and asked them if they wanted to make this album. Great. So this is the song okay. right here, The Colder World. Colder uh, World. Echo Brain's debut album. Echo Brain. Jason Newstead is uh, in the studio, and you'll see him tonight with his band at the Galaxy. We'll talk more about that, but let's get into it. This is Colder World from Echo Brain from Casey Real Rock Radio. Very nice. nice. I like that. That is Echo Brain for the first time ever on Casey Real Rock Radio. Right. You know, it makes me want to uh, listen to that song. Now. You you want to hear it? Yeah. 
Good. I'll have to check it out after the... And he's 59 years old, and he's worth $60 million. Oh, he's 59? He's 59 years old. Yeah, he'll be he'll be the the big six zero next year. Was he the oldest of the Metallica guys? Because they were all they're all in their fifties. Uh, I, I don't I don't I think they're all in their fifties. I don't think there are any sixty year olds in Metallica. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Lars yeah. Lars Ulrich is the richest member of Metallica. He has three hundred fifty million. Oh. Um, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hit the button, John. Here we go. On. <laughs> Colder World, and it's self-titled CD, right? Echo That's Bird? right. That's the one. Jason the Newstead is the uh, the conductor of this band. Jason Newstead, <laughs> of course. I'm just the boss. That's all. <laughs> Formerly of Metallica, of course, <laughs> and this is his band. And man, that's what a departure from Metallica. Yeah. Um, and it and it's good, and it sounds good. Definitely. And what 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 did the guys think when they heard it? Uh, your old band. What did, did they... Very respectful of it, actually. And yeah. uh, Kirk Hammett is still giving me the, my favorite review of all the hundreds of reviews I've seen so far. And he says, Jason, you have a diamond. You have a diamond. Ah, that's and very nice. To, from, well, coming from him, it means really a lot to me. <clears throat> um, there is, yeah, it's something important for people to know. that they're like, Well, why did you go for this sound? Or what made you decide to go to this sound? Or whatever. It's like we started as a drunken neighborhood porch jam. And we became this beautiful music you know, together right. where we brought all these different talents together and made this thing. It was never a contrived thing where you're looking for other guys to play, you know, like, right. hey, dude, let's play metal music and do the demo and be famous and all that stuff. It was never, ever that because I had my own thing going on. Those guys had their own thing going on. When we could get together, we would whenever right. it happened and just trying to keep it alive and always being smart enough to record everything that we played. Well, most, was, most people think if you're in a band like Metallica or even me like work at a station like Casey, like, we can't like anything else. <laughs> you know? Right. You get pigeonholed into... Gee, John, is that true? Yeah, it is true, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's all he's going to do for his whole life. He can't, he'll never be able to put out a record like that. But then yeah. you put it out and you go, wow, man. It's, well, it's just... You know, metal is my forte, right? I mean, right. that's what I spent half of my adult life uh, like um, working on it. Um, yeah. Monta- uh, Lars and James are both 58 years old, okay. so they're right around the same age. Yeah, yeah. Sound and style that was heavy, yeah. right? And so I haven't changed that. I still play the same style. It's just that we have other guys that play different styles within this band to make it the you know go to the places it goes. Yeah. If there was four metal guys in the band, then it would sound like metal, but there's not, so it doesn't. Right. You know, it's just really pretty logical stuff. Are you banging your head on stage to this stuff, too, I am though? still Jason. You're still Jason. There That's is good. no, I'm still the same Jason that everybody has always known. There is no, I'm still 115%. When you left Metallica, how hard was it? Was it a quick decision? Was it something that you thought of for weeks, months? Hey, here we go. All right. Got to it. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, and I remember the I remember the press release when you, when you quit. It was something for your health. Uh, you, you know, I don't remember the exact thing that, that was on the website. It was, it was to become healthier or something like that. Mm-hmm. We were all kind of worried about you. What, what, what exactly was going on? Uh, it did have something to do with my neck at the time. I mean, there was pretty, you know, there's been some serious damage done. It, it's there every day. There's pain every day, whether I'm playing or not. It's yeah. just the damage done. That's what happens. Um, so that's just something I learned to deal with over time. Uh, it has to do with, um, respect issues and, you know, people like letting other people live and that yep. whole kind of thing. And um, so did it take a long time? And did you start thinking... What, somebody tried to kill him? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's what he talked about before. He wanted to branch out and do mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah. they didn't want him to do it. Yeah. Then you blow it off and go, no, I can... It was the hardest thing ever, ever. It basically, if anyone can relate, if you... Oh, is that... Turn it, flip it over. Oh, no. Stop.
We'll see if the, the uh, see if the other side. See if the person who was running the control board at that on that. No, that was, was that you? That was me. Oh. <laughs> that was in the the powerhouse, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as tapes go, things like that. Three and a half months away from our Pink Floyd tribute, which I guess would make year number four. I think. Wow, Elvis so we'll year number of, uh, four. And of course, that is always a great event, right when everybody's off of school. And it's the holiday season, all that. We'll let you know when we get closer. Right now, Collective Soul. Yep. Uh, that's it. it. That's, that's it. how it ended. Okay. That's how it ended. Well, you got a lot in there. And yeah. uh, and then the, the good question at the end there, well, he pretty much answered it before the yeah. tape ran out. So. Yeah. He said yeah. respect. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. So I hope you enjoyed Jason Newstead. Okay. Yeah. And, and remember, again, if you didn't check out our podcast last week, uh, Jason Newstead was on that podcast as well and it kind of leads into this one absolutely yeah yeah he talks about how great it is to be in metallica and here he was talking about why he left yeah you know so yeah there you go there insight that you can only get on the casey tapes most likely i mean who else has these uh interviews from all these rock stars from the past and are presenting them again like we are uh, as as uh, members of a radio station that's been around 55 years we got a bunch of old stuff yet to bring you so uh check out our future podcasts for sure mm-hmm. i'm john Hewlett. you can follow me on twitter at stlu man on instagram i'm johnny Hewlett. see you next week amf the casey tapes with you man and favaz for more on the history of casey go to casey 95.com or the casey mobile app